BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Childs drives and dunks. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Today, the third-seeded BYU Cougars begin their run in the West Coast Conference Tournament with a matchup against the six-seeded San Diego Toreros. Now, BYU enters today's tournament game coming off of a 79-65 loss one week ago today at home to Gonzaga. The Cougars in that game pulled within two points near halftime but really struggled to score in the second half. The Zags, of course, took advantage of that outscored the Cougars 36-27 in the final 20 minutes. Yoli Child scored 19 points for BYU. Elijah Bryant had 16 and Jashir Hardnett played well. He finished the game with 11 points. Now if BYU is going to get to the NCAA tournament, which obviously is the goal. It's been the goal since this season began. They're going to have to win the title in Las Vegas and that starts today against the Toreros. The Cougars split the two regular season matchups with with the Toreros, both teams winning at home. BYU won in Provo on January 20th. The final in that game was 74-58. to And then BYU lost at the Slim Gym on February 17th, 75-62. to And as we've discussed each and every time the Cougars have faced the Toreros, this is a difficult matchup for BYU. And the thing that plagued the Cougars in their loss at San Diego just a couple of weeks ago was the inability to make shots. In that game, BYU you shot a season low 30.8% from the field and just 7% from three. That certainly can't be the case today, and I would not expect it to be. One other thing to pay attention to anytime you're taking on San Diego, you're talking about physicality. That's something that BYU will definitely need to adjust to as this game progresses. Today's player guest is with sophomore guard TJ Haas. TJ averaging 12 points per game for the Cougars and when he plays well BYU typically wins. You'll hear in this interview just how motivated he is for this week. Take a listen. Anytime there is an extended break in between games you always wonder is it good is it bad and I guess a, a full week at least in these terms is considered an extended break. Do you think it's good to have a, a full week off before you play a game? Yeah, I think it, it can be good to you know physically get some rest, but also mentally. Um, uh, we talk about having we had the preseason and our conference season, and now we have the postseason. So uh, it's a chance for us to kind of flip our mentality and hopefully go get three wins. I don't know if people think of it that much in terms of the the mental part of it, but you guys go three months, and that is such a grind. I mean, you guys need somewhat of a break, don't you? Yeah, for sure. No, it it can be. Uh, taxing, but it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm really excited for this week. Uh, you know, March and tournament time. Uh, there's really nothing better in basketball. What is this time of year like f- as a player? I mean, because this is the non-conference is to kind of prepare you for the the regular season in, in conference, and then you look at the whole season. It's to prepare you for the postseason. Now that you're here, what is this time of year like preparing for this? Uh, I think it's so much fun. Uh, March has always been a good time for me, and. Uh, you know, it, it's it's super fun to, to have tournament atmosphere, and uh, anyone can be anyone. And there's always upsets and crazy things that happen in March, and, and it's a lot of fun, and you just have to bring it every day. 
Certainly both teams will be dealing with this, but you're facing a team for the third time. They're facing you for the third time. Does that make it easier or harder, or does it not really matter that how many times you've already faced a team? Uh, you know, I, I think it can matter a little bit, but, you know, uh, I think our team right now, we – we're, we're kind of stung a little bit from the last time we played them, and so uh, this is a good opportunity for us to, you know, go out there and get a W and show them that, you know, we're the better team and uh, we, we can handle business. Coach Rose was talking about one of the challenges in facing them is just how physical they are. How, how do you counteract that? What, what, what can you do against a team that wants to play really physical? Uh, you know, it's... That can be very challenging because they can kind of push you out of what you normally do. And so I think a big thing for us is to, you know, stick to, to our concepts and stick to the things that we've worked on all year long because uh, teams that are physical, they try to speed you up and try to make you make plays that, you know, maybe you don't normally make. And so uh, if we can just stay calm and, you know, be strong with the ball and, and make, you know, normal plays that we, we normally do, then I, I think we're going to be just fine. Certainly the, uh, the number one answer to this question is seeing the ball go in the basket. But especially in that loss at San Diego, the team struggled shooting the basketball. Is there an indicator throughout a game, especially early on, to know if this is going to be a better shooting performance by the team? Is there something that you can say, okay, well, this is working. We're probably going to be shooting the ball well today. Uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing for me has always been just a shooter's mentality. Just uh, keep shooting. Um, but I think I think a good thing, uh, a good indicator of a good shooting night would be you know scoring in different ways, getting yourself going. Because sometimes you know even just getting to the basket and scoring a layup can can help you. And so I think uh, something good for us is you know we can't live and die at the three point line. And so if we can if we can score in different ways, then uh, we're going to be okay. The postseason awards were announced yesterday. You were honorable mention. Uh, you had two teammates in Yoli and Elijah that were first team. So Yoli walks by. Hello, Yoli. Um, just your thoughts on the accolades for yeah. both you and your teammates. No, I'm, I'm excited for those guys. Those guys have worked really hard, and uh, it's a great honor for them. And, um, you know, it just shows the hard work pays off. Um, but now you kind of have to put that aside and focus on uh, winning the game on Saturday. So for you guys to be successful against the Toreros on Saturday, what are a couple of things you guys have been working on that you say, you know what, if we do this, we will be successful? Well, I think we, we just talked about one of them. and uh, they're, they're extremely physical, and, um, and they attack you from many different angles. So... You know, I think if we really, I think it's it's it comes down to how we play. You know, if if we can play how how we normally play, and if we can stay connected, uh, we've talked about that a lot. Uh, you know, it's it's a matter of you know these teams that win in March, they're 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 connected and they're tight, and and they make plays together as a team. And I, I think if we can do that, then I think we can make a run at this thing. TJ, thank you so much. Good luck in Vegas. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. T.J. Haas talked with him before the team headed down to Las Vegas, getting ready to take on the Toreros today. And, I mean, you could hear it in his voice. Just he, he's, he's determined. He's motivated. He wants to go out and prove to San Diego that they're the better team. And what happened uh, in San Diego a couple of weeks ago uh, was just a fluke. And I think one of the things, and we talked about two things. Number one, the shooting. And clearly BYU has to shoot the ball better than they did the last time. And it wasn't just that game. It's in other games where BYU has struggled. One of the major aspects uh, that has uh, 
has kind of failed BYU is the ability to make shots. And so that's certainly one of the things that BYU is going to have to do a lot better today is they're going to have to make, make more shots. I know that sounds simplistic, but it a lot of times does come down to that. But the other part that we talked about is terms of, of handling the physicality of the Toreros. And I think you heard TJ talk about being able to withstand um, them being physical and trying to knock them out of what BYU wants to do. I, I think if BYU can figure a way to get around that, I think this is going to be a very successful day for the Cougars. All right, coming up next, we are going to head to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. It's our courtside conversation with the one and only Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We're counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. The Cougars getting ready for their first game in the West Coast Conference Tournament. The game tipping off from the Orleans Arena in just about 55 minutes. Welcome back in. Jason Shepard with you. Let's head to Las Vegas, site of the West Coast Conference Tournament. We are joined now by Mark Duran. You will hear him on the call with Greg Rubel. Hello, Mark. How are you this fine afternoon in Las Vegas? Jason, I am doing fantastic. It's great to be here. Uh, conference, tournament, Vegas. I'm here with Russ Larson next to me. I mean, that's like that's like heaven, isn't it? That's like, you you hanging out in Vegas, WCC tournament with your BFF. I'm sure you've played so much golf already, or and if you haven't, it's on the agenda. Life is pretty good for you right now. Well, I deserve it. You know, <laughs> like you know, you, when you when you live right on and off the court, miracles happen. Amen. Amen. Indeed. Uh, well. One miracle that didn't happen, BYU didn't come back and beat Gonzaga a week ago. And we knew beating Gonzaga was going to be tough. But the Zags dominated the Cougars last Saturday at home right from the get-go. That certainly isn't the way you want to be heading into the conference tournament. Yeah, you know, it's not even just that game. I mean, that was a lay, laying an egg there. But uh, I go back, I guess, what, five games where you almost you have to pull out a miracle to get a win at home to San Francisco. And then another overtime against lowly Pepperdine and then you get beat pretty good by this San Diego team and you finally get it I thought that was their best game in about a month at Portland I thought actually that one gave me this little hope but then that was dashed by that that game against Gonzaga so it's kind of not just that Gonzaga game it's one game you can just say well whatever you know we just got away from us a little bit but it's, it has not been good in a lot of respects for BYU over the last uh, few weeks anyway and so that's that's kind of where you're uh, trepidation comes in going to this tournament and, and playing a team like San Diego. So BYU's going to have to play better. That's bottom line. <laughs> play play better. Shoot better. Uh, they had uh, one uh, offensive rebound. They gave them two, but one, only one guy had an offensive rebound in a game in this game at San Diego for BYU. Can you believe that? I mean, they were yeah, three for crazy. 22 from three, and you only get one rebound? <laughs> I mean, I just – I know I – know, the strategies are let's get back and maybe not send enough guys, but you got to get more than one. If, if you're going to shoot bad, you got to give yourself multiple opportunities. So there's a, I mean, there's a long list, but there's also good things. I mean, if BYU can can play that attacking uh, style of ball that they played at Portland, I really like that. A lot of energy, they're good defensively. I think they'll be fine. But the, the problem is you just kind of don't know what you're going to get from these guys right now. 
Before we get more into the matchup today against the Toreros, I wanted to ask you about the West Coast Conference postseason awards that were released earlier uh, this week. Elijah Bryant, Yoli Childs were both named to the conference first team. T.J. Hawes received honorable mention. Certainly well-deserved accolades for all involved. I, I think so. I mean, Yoli has been terrific this year, and uh, Elijah's just been a steady force. He's kind of... Uh, slipping a little bit lately. I don't know if that's fatigue. I mean, both he and Yoli are playing a lot of minutes and bearing a lot of the burden for this team. But, you know, you've had a week off now, and maybe that's going to give you a little more energy, and and Elijah got banged up a couple times. So, I'm hoping those guys will be the all-conference guys today. I mean, if you're, you're an all-conference guy, you better show up in the conference tournament and, and win your team some games. And TJ, I think... Uh, it's certainly been hit and miss, but has potential. And if you have an aggressive TJ that's coming off the ball and getting in the paint and scoring in the paint, that makes all the difference for BYU. And if he can hit a couple threes, BYU can start the game like they did at Portland, hit a couple threes and get going early. And that makes all the difference for this team. So if, you're, if you've got three guys that are on, some, on the all-conference team in some capacity, you need those guys to step up and play. I mean, it's, this tournament's going to be about those guys, and if one of them doesn't show up, maybe maybe you squeak by San Diego, but that's as far as you go. You need great performances from your best players in, in the tournament, and then you need other guys to step up, whether it's uh, Jasheer or Zach or Kevin or Dalton Nixon or uh, Peyton Dasher, whoever it is, those guys need to come in and, and fill in nicely. But those three guys, Jason, they're, they made the conference tournament team. Now they got to go play like they're – excuse me, they made the all-conference team. Now they got to go play like all-conference players in the tournament. BYU has had a full week to get ready for this game. Obviously, on the other side, so is San Diego. But as it specifically pertains to BYU, how much can that week without games help a team that went 2-2 two and two over its final four games? Yeah, so I mentioned the fatigue. I, I think that's going to help, especially Yolian and uh, Elijah. But more so, you really have to examine what teams have been doing to you. And you, I know you talked just talked about how teams are very physical in San Diego. That's their calling card. They're their defensive team. We're going to extend. We're going to. They're one of the better three-point defenders in the country, and they lead the league in uh, blocks at the rim. So I mean, there's not a lot of room in between. They're just a really good defensive team, and they're going to be very physical. So. You ask TJ, well, what do you do to, to uh, get over that? Well, you didn't really have an answer for that, but something he's got to do is really be aggressive off the dribble. Get in the paint. Both Elijah and Jashir and TJ are good enough to beat their guy. If he's pressuring you on the three-point line and taking that away, you've got an advantage off the dribble. So you get in the paint, able to make good decisions. Don't force it in the paint, but dish it off when it's there and score when it's there, but be really, really aggressive uh, off the ball and the dribble penetration. Maybe go backdoor a few times uh, and really try and make them pay for their aggressiveness. And uh, try and get to the free throw line. And, I'll, I mean, there, there's the, there's a whole list of things. And we talked with Heath Schroyer after that Gonzaga game about kind of putting in some new wrinkles. And he said, yeah, we've got stuff. We're going to work on it. We've got time to implement it. We're going to do some different things. And they're going to have to do that. And uh, but, but really, I mean, at this point, you can't do a whole lot of new stuff, Jason. But what you can do is really come out on fire uh, with a little bit of edge and – 
knock a couple guys around, say, yeah, we know you're a physical team, but, hey, we are too, and we're going to give it right back to you, crash the boards, be a little bit nasty. I mean, this is this is your one chance as a Mormon to not be really nice. You, you, this is your time to be really a really nasty son of a gun and uh, go out and, and really just attack, attack, attack. That's how you beat pressure is just go right in the teeth and attack it. So I'm hoping we see that today from BYU. Talking with Mark Duran, it's our courtside conversation. He's joining me from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, side of the West Coast Conference Tournament. The Cougars and the Toreros is the first game of the day. You'll hear that right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network coming up in just about 45 minutes. So both of these teams have faced each other twice. I mean, you, you've, you've played each other. You know what the team's going to do. As, as you were talking about, you know that... San Diego is going to be physical. There's not a lot of secrets as to what each team wants to do. So to, I don't know if this is oversimplifying it, but does it just come down to who can execute better? Is, is, this, is that what happens when you're facing a team for the third time? The team that can execute better usually wins? Yeah, I think I, I think execution part because I think they're pretty evenly matched athletically and talent-wise, and so then it, then it is about those intangibles, the execution. And uh, I mean, I know it's a trite saying, but who wants it more? I mean, who who really wants this game? Uh, I mean, this is a big game for BYU. Uh, uh, I, I know people want to get in the NCAA tournament, all that stuff. Well, obviously you have to win the tournament, so you have to win this game. But even if you don't win the tournament. In just NIT. I mean, there's no guarantee BYU gets in the NIT if they don't get this game. So this, this could be your season. You want to end your season losing in the first round to San Diego? No, you don't. So the team that wants it more, the team that out-executes, and uh, I mean, it may just come down to that because otherwise they're, they're pretty equally matched teams. And and so, well, I mean, this is a good test for kind of what's inside a guy. And it, and so I'm excited. I think this team will respond. I'm hoping they will. I, I think they've got something in them, and this is their chance to show it. This is their chance to show that they're, they're a team that is, you know, they, they've talked about how together they are all year and how much they like each other. And this is a chance to really show that, that we're a team. We're going to go get this done, and nothing's going to stop us. All right, I'm going to ask you to fill in the blank here. I love these. Going back to, like, school days here. BYU will win today because blank plays big. Who do you who do you put in there? Who do you fill in the blank with? I'm going to say TJ only because I think that Yoli and Elijah are going to play good, mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of expect that. But in order for them to, and it's been all season long, you know, when BYU when, when TJ is that third guy and he's playing good, BYU does not lose. And so I think if if TJ is hitting threes. And uh, getting in the paint, creating trouble, that, that, that is a great, great sign for BYU. Mark, great stuff as always. We'll let you go hang out with the band for a few minutes before uh, you and Greg take over uh, the rest of pregame. Thank you so much for the insight. We'll hear you on the call in just a little bit. Always a pleasure, Jason. We'll talk to you again Monday, right? You absolutely will. We will be talking Monday for sure. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. There's Mark Durant, our courtside conversation from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college hoops, plus update you on how things are going in Auburn for the BYU baseball team. That's all coming up next. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Just a couple of minutes more, and then we'll head back down to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. We'll turn things over to Greg Rubel. He'll uh, be talking with the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose, coming up in just a few minutes. But let's kind of set the schedule for what things look like today in the WCC tournament. Obviously, BYU and San Diego, the first game of the day. That game's set to tip off in just about 35 minutes from now. But then uh, the second game of the day will be San Francisco hosting the Pacific. Pacific Tigers, and then your two night games will be Gonzaga hosting LMU, and then Pepperdine taking on St. Mary's. So that's your schedule today in the West Coast Conference. All right, top 25 action. Games going on right now. 15 minutes to go in the second half. Number 15, Michigan leading at number two, Michigan State. It is a five-point lead for the Wolverines at 36-31. Again, 15 minutes to go in the second half in the in the Big Ten tournament semifinal game. All right, also, number 18, Clemson trailing uh, Syracuse, the Orange, with a 33-30 lead, 14 minutes to go in that one. A couple of finals. Number three, Xavier defeats DePaul, 65-62. It took overtime, but Texas upsets number 20, West Virginia, 87-79. Also, number 23, Kentucky loses at Florida. The Gators defeat the Wildcats, 80-67. Later on today in the top 25, it is number 14, Auburn, hosting South Carolina. Number one, Virginia takes on the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Number six, Kansas facing Oklahoma State. TCU takes on Texas Tech. Purdue hosts Penn State. Villanova takes on Georgetown. Georgia will be at number 16, Tennessee. Arizona hosting Cal. Middle Tennessee takes on Marshall. Duke will face North Carolina. And then San Diego State will take on number 21, Nevada. BYU baseball lost yesterday in game one of a three-game series against Auburn. The final yesterday was 4-3, to three, taking on the Auburn Tigers today in a doubleheader. Game one still underway, bottom of the seventh. And after a really strong top of the first, BYU you had a 3-0 lead since then. It has been all Auburn. It is now 16-4 in favor of the Auburn Tigers. That game in the bottom of the seventh. Game two, about 30 minutes after this one concludes, Kenny Signs, the Oklahoma transfer, will take the mound for the BYU Cougars. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to get you to Las Vegas, the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, as today... The Cougars look to get their groove back when they open play at the West Coast Conference Tournament, taking on a San Diego Torero team that is playing better than their sixth seed might indicate. They got on kind of a roll at the right time of year, but there's uh, never a good time for the kind of coaching turmoil they've gone through this week. The absence of Lamont Smith, certainly one of the uh, storylines surrounding this game here this afternoon. Greg Grubel here, joined courtside by my 21-season broadcast partner, 
former Cougar Hoopster, still third place on BYU's all-time consecutive games played list. He's the consummate BYU Ironman Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, in contrast to most of Dave Rose's seasons as head coach, BYU not exactly peaking at the right time this time around. So if the Cougars are to go on a bit of a run, it'll be kind of a pleasant surprise following a 5-5 five and five finish to the regular season. That said, March is all about new life and rebirth and a renaissance. And wouldn't it be great to see a reinvigorated BYU team do something really special? It, it would be great. I love March, Greg. That means golf season again. That's my birthday, Danny Ainge's birthday, tournaments, March Madness. <laughs> is there a better month than March? I say no, there is not. And it's going to start right here with these Cougars. And you're right, Greg. I mean, BYU has not been playing great. San Diego, their last three games, what, they beat BYU and they almost beat Gonzaga and then they beat San Francisco on the road. So that's about the best sixth seed you're going to face in a conference tournament. But whoever it is you're going to face, it's always a tough first-round game. And, and, I, and I just hope BYU's better. I, I think they can be better than they've been playing. I think they can play harder. I think they can play more physical with more confidence, attack the basket, shoot better threes. And I, I want to see that today. And that would be a great start to my march into this tournament and just the future of this, what's going to happen with this team in March. they got to get it done today. It's a big, big game, Greg. They've got to find a way somehow. This team, we've heard all year long, Dave Rose likes this group. They, they love each other. They're together. This is the this is the time where all that needs to come together and you find a way to get it done. Should be interesting. Sounds good. Uh, Two weeks from today, right? What is the, yeah, 17th, St. Patrick's Day. So easy. I, I don't want you to spend more than 200 on okay. me this year, Greg. Okay. I'll, keep, I'll, keep it, I'll keep it within the limit. Coming up next, <laughs> it's my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Josh here, Harbin. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. BYU and San Diego coming up. Cougars 22-9 on the year after an 11-7 record and solo third-place finish in the West Coast Conference. Cougs were two games clear of fourth place where there was a three-way tie that included San Diego, which dropped to the sixth spot on the tiebreaker. Toreros 18-12 after a 9-9 finish in league. Arguably the toughest draw among the three fourth-place teams, in part because they just beat BYU two weeks ago. And as Mark noted, almost beat Sandy at Gonzaga in San Diego, then won that tough road game at uh, USF last Saturday. Certainly the Cougs is 70 63 loss at USD is a very fresh in the memory. A short time ago here in San Diego, here in Las Vegas, I spoke with BYU head coach Dave Rose about that San Diego team, about what has to happen differently to avoid taking a second loss in as many weeks against the upset-minded Toreros. Well, I, I think the number one thing is that we um, we do a better job of matching their physical presence. It's a, it's a really physical team. Uh, their front line are big and strong. But their guards are really, I mean, they're athletic, and but, but they're, it, it's a really strong team, and they play uh, you know, with a real physical presence to them. And so, and, and, you know, what does that mean? It means that, you, you know, we've got to catch the ball in operational areas instead of two feet out of operational areas to make all of our execution work better. It means that, you know, when we roll to the basket hard and we get stood up, that we've got to fight through it and still fight for position and try and catch the ball on the block instead of four or five feet off the block and 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 that makes everything work better it makes your you know your offense work better it makes you know defensively when you are the one that are initiating the um you know the, the that 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 uh you know physical presence that 
um, you know, it, it, it just makes everything, you know, exec- your execution is way better. How do you feel about the week of work your guys gave you? We've had a good week, and uh, I think we've gotten better every day, and we've got a good plan, you know, uh, for them. It's the first time that we've actually had multiple days to prepare for San Diego because we, yeah. we played them on the back end both times. And so I think our guys have a really good idea of what they do and, and what we do when we're successful and what they do to us when, you know, it's, uh, it makes it tough on us. So that, that's uh, I think our mindset's good. We'll see how we actually play. Their, uh, their win against you started a nice little run for them to end the season. Yeah, I, I, and you know it's it it it's the team that you know the, 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 all those three teams finished nine and nine, and they've you know got the most wins, they've yeah. got the most road wins, they've got the bet you know uh, better numbers, uh, you know as far as uh, their rankings are concerned and things, and and they got a really balanced team. I mean, they got a team that you know four, five guys can go for twenty, twenty five points, and that's uh, uh, you know I mean that, that's got to be a real. Uh, um, you know, priority for us to make sure that we um, we get balance our, our, on our end, and we kind of uh, you know limit them on their end. You count on your main men, of course, but I'm sure you hope that uh, Zach's last game, say at USD, is a good sign of what you can hope for from your bench. Yeah, and Dalt playing at Portland. I mean, we, we've yeah. had some good you know bench performances the last uh, two weeks or so, and and you know you get to this time of year and. And your initial plays are really tough because everyone's got them scouted. It's the play after the play that really kind of becomes, you know, your strength. And then sometimes your 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 main guys get uh, scouted pretty well and defended pretty well. And you got to have other guys step up and, and really help. And so uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have that happen tonight. Last night here, Pep plays their best game of the year. What does last night say about that new life aspect of tournament play? Yeah, by far their best game of the year. I mean, it's it's been a team that's had a hard time making shots, and they made what seventy some other shots last night, all game long. You know, and they had multiple players score. And uh, you know, we've talked about that Pep team a couple times before we played them, and I really like the balance and the skill that they have, and they put one together last night. And you know, I. You know, St. Mary's has beat him a couple times this year, but I wouldn't want to play Pep right now. I mean, <laughs> after playing in here, having time on the floor, neither one of us have had time on the floor. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that's the beauty of a tournament. Yep. I mean, everything changes a little bit. Your preparation is a little bit different. Your game, pregame routine is a little bit different. And uh, we'll lay it out there today and see how we do. All right. Best of luck against USD, Dave. We'll talk to you afterward. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. That is head coach Dave Rose and today's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show, the Cougar tip-off show, coming up next live from the WCC tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot and score! Dalton right to the rim, up and in! The Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon once again from the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, where today it's quarterfinal Saturday at the WCC Tournament. Tourney play got underway for the men yesterday with a pair of first-round games. Pepperdine upsetting Santa Clara and LMU taking care of Portland. Today's BYU-USD game. The first of four games on tap, BYU the three-seed, San Diego the six. After this one, four-seed USF plays five-seed Pacific tonight. Top-seed Gonzaga takes on the eight LMU. Two-seed St. Mary's getting a break, getting all the way down to the ten. In Pepperdine, winners advance to Monday's semifinals. Greg Rubel, Mark 
Durant with you, courtside or statistician. Is BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our control board operator, Carter Malloy. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Over the air, we're on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM in Salt Lake City. We're also on affiliates in Idaho and Utah and globally online, BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, KSL.com. We're on various streaming apps as well, the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, the KSL app, and the TuneIn Radio app, wherever you are this afternoon or evening, depending on your place in the world. We thank you for joining us and hope you enjoy the broadcast. Mark, it's not the pressure of playing for a conference championship today or an NCAA tournament berth on this day, but uh, to keep BYU in one of the top two postseason tournaments, NCAA or NIT, may ride on BYU getting a win today against San Diego. If you look at the NIT brackets, assuming BYU doesn't win three here, let's say they don't win the whole thing in Vegas. Let's say they want to go to the NIT. Well, the brackets are looked at today. They're in five and out in three. They may need a win today to keep that string alive of one of the top two tournaments for 13 straight years. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, this is the first game of the NCAA tournament for BYU because the only way they're getting in that one is if they win three and then they're in the tournament. And and essentially, it's the same way for the NIT. I mean, uh, there's a a real question. If you lose in the first round of your conference tournament to San Diego, do you even get in the NIT? And I know that's not – people don't go into the season thinking, I want to get to the NIT, but you're kind of where you're at. And so you want the best possible for the position now that you're in. And of course, that's the NCAA, but that's that's going to be tough. But if you want to, if you want to continue to your season and have some meaningful games against good teams and have a chance maybe to do something special, it's today. I mean, this is it, and uh, you better come out and really attack. I and mean, this is a tough, physical San Diego team. You better shoot better than three for 22. You better get more than one offensive rebound in an entire game against San Diego and expect to win this. This is a big, big game. BYU's got to really bring it this afternoon. We're moments away from seeing how the Cougars come out. When we come back to Las Vegas, we'll hear from USD radio play-by-play man Jack Cronin as the Cougar tip-off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. BYU and San Diego coming up. Top of the hour. First of four WCC quarterfinals scheduled for today. BYU 5-1 in the quarterfinal round here in Vegas. The only loss came as a three seed against the six seed San Diego five years ago. Well, the Trail has come into today's game off of two wins in their last three games, and all three games pretty impressive. Win over BYU, uh, close home loss to, San, to Gonzaga, win at USF. Then came the arrest of head coach Lamont Smith on a domestic assault investigation. He was placed on administrative leave by the school, and assistant coach Sham Scholl was handed acting head coach duties for the postseason. A short time ago, I spoke with USD's radio play-by-play broadcaster Jack Cronin about how the Toreros are expected to respond here this afternoon. Hey, sis. It's There's nice more BYU to meet you basketball for lunch for straight once. ahead. They, they've taken it head on. Um, they've addressed things uh, in the media themselves. Uh, they haven't shied away from it. And I think that basketball has presented itself uh, as the great distraction, the great insulator. And uh, what Sam Scholl, the acting head coach, has told us, what Bill McGillis, the athletic director, has told us, that they're incredibly proud of the way the players have responded to everything that's going on off the court. And they've come together. And so we're going to see today here what that response is like. I mean, this is the ultimate test of of this adversity is taking the court again for the first time. You've had a full week 
to think of things and to adjust and digest everything that's happened. But they have told us that they are incredibly proud the way the players have responded. Well, he may look really young, but Sam Scholl has a lot of coaching experience at USD and elsewhere in this league. Santa Clara as well, you're right. So, you know, he was a player, uh, in fact, with Lamont Smith 20 years ago. USD played for Brad Hall and then coached for Brad Hall at the University of San Diego and coached for Kerry Keating at Santa Clara and then came back here to USD as alma mater. Uh, it's been a bittersweet, uh, you know, a very whirlwind type of week for him. But what he has done is he has told these guys, you get four chances to play for the NCAA tournament in your career, the West Coast Conference tournament. That's it. You get four chances. For our lone senior, Cameron Newbauer, this is his last chance. And so I, I think what Sam has done, he has, again, like everybody else, has not been afraid of anything. They've taken it head on. They've made the adjustments here. Uh, as you said, he's got a ton of experience in the West Coast Conference. He knows this tournament. I mean, he, he's coached this. This is 20 years now that he's been doing this. Uh, he's played in it. He's coached in it. And now he's the acting head coach at USD. When USD played BYU just two weeks ago, I think they had lost maybe four or five coming into that game. It seemed to really turn USD on. Nice game against BYU, near win against the Zags at home, and then winning on the road at USF. So winning two of three to finish and playing some of their best ball. Absolutely. And in fact, you know, as you said, it was a kind of a rough patch. They went four and eight uh, heading into the BYU contest. Second year in a row, they've beaten the Cougars at home. And in fact, the last six years are five and two against them away from Provo. They never won at the Marriott Center. But, you know, here in Vegas or in San Diego, they've had much better luck. But yes, you're right. That game showed them what they can do because they've been so close at St. Mary's, at Gonzaga. Even in Provo, they played well. They just didn't get the victory. That game at home said, okay, we can finish the season out strong. They get that win. They nearly knock off the Zags. They led that game late at home against Gonzaga. And then they beat USF to get the season sweep, wound up in a tie for fourth place in the West Coast Conference. Now they get the sixth seed. But those three games here down the stretch, they are playing some great ball. And that is Jack Cronin, the play-by-play radio broadcaster for the San Diego Toreros. Coming up, we'll have our Legally Mine, You Be the Judge question as we continue on the Cougar Tip-Off show from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Oswald drive it, give to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. You be the judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's today's BYU basketball trivia question. BYU has played eight games as the favored seed at the WCC tournament here in Las Vegas. How many of the eight games has BYU won? The answer coming your way next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar tip-off show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. All right, to legally mind you be the judge. BYU's played eight games as the favored seed of the WCC tournament. Mark, how many of the Cougars won? Well, the only one I can remember is losing to San Diego. I'm going to say one. They've won seven. They've lost one in those eight games. You got it. Starting lineups and the opening tip coming up next. This has been the Cougar tip-off show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.